0: We were interviewing Forbes 30 and 30 women like top 100 most distinguished women in Canada and it was really cool we started posting this online and a lot of students were reaching out to us being like oh my gosh this is so cool how can I meet people like this I didn't know that there were women in tech or AI or women doing these things I didn't know that women could be founders so the wheels just started spinning right we were like oh my gosh maybe this can be more than a side hustle.
1: It doesn't matter how brilliant your idea is or how determined you are as a founder. To scale sustainably, you need a passionate, driven team. What if there is a platform out there who can help you mission-driven women entrepreneurs finding this passionate, driven team of yours? let's say you have this dream to mentor the younger generation of women who are eager to make a positive impact in this world. What if you have a platform to find this eager apprentices? Today's guest, Michelle Kwok, along with her co-founder, Ravina Anand, creates a platform where founders meet their apprentices. They create Flick. FLIK, a place where women can share their stories, discover an invaluable network, and aspire to inspire. It is a portal allowing ambitious women to take on an apprenticeship under a women identifying founder or leader. You're listening to her CEO journey, the business finance podcast for women entrepreneurs. I am your host, Christina Shahli. If you are new here, a big warm welcome. If we are not connected on LinkedIn, please reach out and say hi, because that's where I hang out and share my business finance tips. If you have been listening to this podcast week after week, I appreciate you. My podcast won't be around without your support. This is a free weekly show where my guests and I want to inspire you to balance between mission and profit, to create an impact in this world, and to achieve financial equality through your business. Before we listen to Michelle's CEO journey, I want to remind you, treating your employees as your number one asset above and beyond profit doesn't mean you are a weak leader. It's actually the opposite. When you are able to put yourself in the shoes of your team members, share the truth with them, be direct but kind, and be transparent about the result of your successful business decision, as well as the mistakes you made, you are leading with empathy. In last week's episode, Sherry Stewart-Deutschman shared how Leading with Empathy allows her company, LetterLogic, to grow to a $40 million business. Head on over to kristinashahli.com forward slash her CEO journey and subscribe to your favorite podcast app. Hiring team members is part of your business growth. But here's the thing, once you have a team, You are responsible for making sure your team can pay their rent, provide food on the table and support their family. It means paying a living wage to your team is a must. This also means you need to level up your financial knowledge beyond bookkeeping and taxes so you can make sure you are paying a living wage to your team. When you are ready, get in touch with me using the link in the show notes. Now, let's find out Michelle's CEO journey. Michelle Koch, welcome to her CEO journey. Thank you so much for having me. Let's start with your journey in building Flick.
0: I initially was a medical science student all my life. My parents, I came from an immigrant Asian family. They'd always wanted me to be a doctor. That was the one pinnacle of success, you know? So I went to Western University on the East Coast of Canada for medical sciences, stepped into university. First thing that I realized was, wow, this is my first chance at freedom. This is the first time I'm kind of away from my family, away from (laughs) external expectations. I remember Um, that. I remember (laughs) that for me too. (laughs) It was crazy because I'm like, Wait, my mom's not knocking on my door every five seconds asking me if I have a hundred percent in math. That's crazy.
1: So I feel you, Michelle. I came from an Asian family too, and then I probably my son is feeling exactly the same. Mom, stop asking about my grade.
0: Yeah, it was. It was literally every single time there was a test. What What is your grade? You have to get this to get into medical school. You have to do this to get into medical school. I had taken a lot of APs in my grade twelve years, so. I was pretty set for university. I got into the classes. I, I sat down and I was like, I already know all this. So I was like, I have all this extra time that other people don't have. What am I going to do with it? I would make videos uh, on my off time just for fun. And then one of my friends goes, you know, you make really good videos. And I was like, oh, that sounds like a really good idea. You know what university students need all the time and don't have money for alcohol. <laughs> and this was the first big tangible thing that I did was I looked up all of the popular alcohol brands that my friends and I liked, but made sure that they weren't too big. You know, too big was like Budweiser, Bud Light. I, I was looking at stuff that I could get my foot in the door in. And there was mm-hmm. one brand, it's from BC. It's actually from Vancouver. It's called Hey Y'all Iced Tea. And my, my friends and I were obsessed with it. So I sent them a cold email with a sample portfolio, quote unquote. I would learned that word while, while I was researching marketing was that you had to put together a portfolio. So I just slapped together every single video I'd ever made. And I sent it to them in this cold email saying how much my friends and I loved their drink and how you took it to all the parties all the best parties in Vancouver, all the best parties at Western University. And I could help them expand into Ontario and really get a foothold in the student market. Oh and, they, and they loved it. They loved it, right? They, and they, they hire you? So they, they were like, we'll do a probation period. You know, you can make a video for us. We'll give you money. We'll give you lots of hail. And you try to throw a party and make a video out of it. And if we like it, we'll see what happens. And so I threw a big party with it was a snow party. It was an outdoor snow party. I made beer pong (laughs) tables out of snow (laughs) and got a DJ and I droned the the thing and I got all my friends there and I made a promotional video and I sent it back to them and they loved it and they put it on their Facebook and everything and they used it for their social media. So I kept building my portfolio actually with a company now. Honestly, it was it was a really great stepping stone because then I had a portfolio. I could say that I had worked in social media marketing. I ended up helping them build a student ambassador network in Ontario. I helped them expand into Ontario and I helped with product feedback. So many little things that I had exposure to that I didn't realize were entrepreneurial in nature. And then I continued down that path. Kind of somebody had referred me to Bumble. Someone referred me to Bumble saying, oh, you should work in marketing for them. They're looking for university directed campaigns and you're already doing that with, hey, y'all, maybe you can do it with Bumble too. And so I ended up getting hired by Bumble. That was a huge next stepping stone, right? I, I, was Bumble is more than a dating app. They help underrepresented founders, diverse founders, especially women leaders. And I didn't know that at the time, but I ended up getting to do so much work in that area, which is a huge catalyst to what I'm doing now.
1: But then what happened with your medical school? So you stop or you just like working and then doing all of this on the side? My
0: family had no idea Mm -hmm. that I was doing these things, right? So I had to put up that front. I was still going for medical school. I would work in... My first year, I think I worked in a neuroimaging lab. In my second year, I worked in a gastroenterology lab. And at the same time, I would be working at like media production agencies as an intern or helping with a startup digital marketing agency and managing their clients and creating influencer agency events. I also started a, a food media company with my friend in Vancouver just for the experience of it. And then I was doing all these other things on the side. So it was a lot of not sleeping, not knowing what I was doing next, but realizing that everything was contributing to something.
1: So when did the flick, the light switch happen that you said, okay, this is not for me. I need to get out. After I had gone through all these entrepreneurial experiences, I had all these
0: people in my network and somebody, I don't even remember who it was, was talking about this program called Next 36. And my, me and my friend at the time were like, oh, should we apply for it? Maybe we should apply for it. We ended up applying for Next 36. And I remember the day that I got into Next 36, I just texted my parents. I said, I'm not taking the MCAT. I switched my degree (laughs) to a BSc so that I can graduate early. I'm going to Next 36. It's this program. Here's the website for it. And they were just like freaking out, right? So I went to Next36 and I was supposed to be roomed with somebody else, but then I got randomly roomed with this other girl. And I walk into the room and I realized I had met her. I had met her two years ago when I had been interning at a media production agency, and she ended up being my co founder. It was Ravina. We ended up getting along really well, but. It was funny because we realized that there just weren't that many women in the program. You know, there were probably less than 10 women in the program, and we were two of them, and we always wanted to find female founders and mentors. That was just tough for us to find, like we were saying at the beginning of this conversation before we started recording, is that it's hard to find Canadian female founders to connect with, right? And that's what we found too. It was it was hard to find female founders and leaders. So we set out to find them on our own. And we were thinking, how can we connect with these people? Let's interview them. So we started a website in 48 hours. We made a cold email template. We made a list of people that we wanted to reach out to. And we we went and reached out to every single one. And we said, we want to interview you. We want to connect with you. And we want to learn from you. And we want to share your story. You have an untold story as a visionary woman. And it needs to be heard by our audience and so many people said yes. And we started interviewing women from all over. We were interviewing Forbes 30 under 30 women, like top 100 most distinguished women in Canada. And it was really cool. We started posting this online and a lot of students were reaching out to us being like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. How can I meet people like this? I didn't know that there were women in tech or AI or women doing these things. I didn't know that women could be founders. And we, so the wheels just started spinning, right? We were like, oh my gosh, maybe this can be more than a side hustle
1: You started that when? 2018? We started this June of 2019.
0: We started interviewing people a year ago. We started as as a side hustle a year ago. And I think in October or November, we started thinking we can make this bigger. We can make this better. We can put a tangible outcome on everything that we're doing beyond just inspiring people through stories. Like Inspiration is amazing, but why don't we just while we put these people together? They can tangibly support each other and they want to meet each other because female founders are always needing resources. They're always needing help on their businesses. And on the other side, a lot of students are always looking for mentors. They're always looking for mentors, especially with female leaders. They're always looking for career-relevant experiences. So we ended up switching it to a tech portal and we started, we started tinkering with the idea in November and ended up launching our beta portal in January. And what it is, is now, instead of being just a media company, Flick is a platform that connects female founders and leaders with students from all around the world through meaningful apprenticeships, so that founders are able to get helping hands on their businesses, to accelerate their ventures because they're so under-resourced, and female students are able to get career-relevant experience, skills training, and mentorship under established female leaders, especially in entrepreneurship and male-dominated industries. How did you even get the money to build the platform? Well, there's a lot of grants out there. We literally just searched on Google, I think, like grants for women. <laughs> and we would, we applied to every single one. And then we searched like grants for youth. And we applied to every single one. We've also been supported by accelerators and like the Western Economic Diversification Fund, accelerators like Startup Edmonton. We're now supported by Western Accelerator. and. They each get like $10,000, $12,000. We've had grants from like global change makers. It's something that we found in Sweden or like Switzerland. Sorry. Wow. So we, we just applied to every single grant under the sun. We applied to every accelerator and, and we were super lucky because the more our work was shared, the more we had people coming to us wanting to fund us. We don't have the entire product done yet. We have a long product roadmap to go. We have a lot of features that we want to implement and become the comprehensive resource for female founders around the world. But we are definitely well on our way because we had that help from the very beginning. And a lot of that comes in how you recruit for your team. So you don't necessarily have to pay up front for somebody to build your product. You can pay in equity, right? Like you can pay in equity, you can pay in options, you can... There's a lot of things that you can be doing so that you don't have to shell out $40,000 up front to create something because probably for to make what we've made, it would be like forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000. We didn't have that money. We use our grant money to keep us going and for our monthly expenses and if we do need any contract workers to work on anything. So we actually have very, very low costs because we've been able to build a team that works very well together and is passionate about the vision and mission moving forward.
1: Now, the idea came because you saw female founders need help to grow their business, and you saw that students need mentor and also working experience. So that is the problem that Flick are trying to solve. Is that correct? Yes. How does it work? As a founder, it's super easy. As a founder or apprentice, all you have to
0: do is sign up. You put in your details. We're actually redoing how people are going to be putting their details for their profiles right now to make it way easier to match. But right, it's going to be the same thing where you sign up with all of your details, the skills that you're looking for as a founder, the skills that you have as a founder, your company, your company headline, logo, all of that stuff, everything that makes you you. Same thing Mm -hmm. with the apprentice and they say the skills that they're adept in, what they want to help you with, what apprenticeship they're looking for, what industries, all of that stuff. And then you get approved by somebody on our team. And when you do, you can simply just search what you are looking for. You know, if you're a founder and you're looking for somebody to help you with social media marketing, you just look up social media and you'll get an array of people and you'll be able to see their profiles, like their name, their picture, the industries they're interested in, a a little blurb of their bio, what school they went to, what their degree is in. And you have the power to click on them, request an apprenticeship, send them a note like it's LinkedIn to tell them why you want to pursue an apprenticeship with them. And then you can get on the phone with them to just see, is this a good fit? If it's a good fit, then Flick sends you exclusive contracts and documents so that you can sign the apprenticeship. And It's 10 hours a week for the apprentice for a three-month period, and the founder just checks in with them weekly or biweekly to talk about the tasks that the apprentice is doing or just, like, general mentorship that the apprentice is looking for, whatever the goals of the apprenticeship might be.
1: Now, you said... Everybody apprentices and founders need to fill out a form and then somebody's going to approve it. When you go through the approval process, what are you guys looking for?
0: So mainly on the founder side, we're looking at like pre-seed, seed, series A founders who have a scalable company. We're not looking for somebody who just has a personal brand and wants an apprentice to be their assistant, right? Like we want there to be meaningful learning opportunities for that apprentice. So Are you tech scalable or are you creating a product that you're hoping to scale globally? Or, you know, like there has to be something there that is beyond just a personal brand, a personal thing. On the apprentice side, then um, we're looking for people who have had some experience before, are really ambitious. And then some of the intangible things we read deeply into their bio to see. Are you ambitious? Are you looking at this as a learning experience or something that you just want to slap on your resume? Because at the end of the day, that's not what this is for. This is for mm-hmm. you to have in-depth learning, for you to create a meaningful relationship with somebody, for you to grow your network, be exposed to entrepreneurship earlier and really take advantage of the experience.
1: So how do you think that Flick help female leaders to scale their business? We help people get just helping
0: hands on their business in any any vertical they're interested in. So like everything from software development to graphic design to social media marketing and more everything Mm -hmm. in between. And then at the same time, you're able to train somebody for three months and mentor them and kind of like create a mini you. And then you don't have to kind of like waste that time with an intern, for example, and be like, Oh, this is not a good fit. And I just, and I spent so much money on them. Um, but we already do the pre-verification for everybody. You know, this person is ambitious. You know, they're here to learn. They're here to learn for themselves too. And then you can hire them straight out, of the, straight out of the program if that's what you're interested in. So people don't have to verify, like spend so much time verifying and sifting through applications because we already do that for you. And also we're starting a hub on our platform where founders are able to do founder to founder mentoring and and peer access. So beyond just the founder to apprentice relationship, now we're trying to build the strong founders network of verified founders on our platform where they know that these are verified people. They can come to them with questions. They can also pitch to them, right? This is a space for you to build your business in every way.
1: Mm. Now, After the three months, right, is there a requirement to hire? What is the next step?
0: Yeah, so there is no requirement to hire after the three months. You can just either hire them or you can take on a new apprentice. And sometimes the apprentices will ask for a reference, for example, or recommendation letter. And, you know, that's that. Now,
1: how do you guys make money?
0: So right now we have suspended payment because of COVID and we want to support as many female founders as possible. But starting around September, October, founders are going to pay $50 a month or they can pay $450 a year to have access to the platform. So they'll get curated apprenticeship matching and they'll get the founder discussion hub and they'll get all the exclusive contracts and documents from Flick.
1: But for the apprentices, for the student, there is no fee. No,
0: this is completely free because we definitely want
1: apprentices to be able to have accessible learning experiences. So, Michelle, where can people find you, and what message you want to share with female founders?
0: Yeah, definitely. People can find us anywhere on every social channel at We Are Flix. So, it's at We Are F-L-I-K. and to find our website to discover more about our program, again like is a platform that connects female founders and leaders with students from all across the world through meaningful apprenticeships. So female founders, we're here for you. We want you to come on board so that we can help you get help on your businesses. But also, you're going to be able to invest in and elevate the next generation of female founders. We've had so many amazing apprenticeships, everything from literally like electrical engineering and gaming to building out apps, to building out websites, to designing new products.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me here every week at Her CEO Journey, the business finance podcast for women's entrepreneurs. Head on over to kristinashahli.com forward slash Her CEO Journey to subscribe for this podcast. And don't forget To tell other women entrepreneurs that this podcast is available for free in the podcast apps of their choice. Until next time, and let's continue to grow a business that fuels the life that you want to live.